Grand Court Talk Freeform Siren. Welcome to Bristol Cove. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. We are back in Bristol Cove with Brandon Company. And actually joining us tonight is the Magicians and Sirens' own Hannah Levine. Welcome, Hannah. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Great to have you oh, on no. talking with us. We just got done watching the episode tonight, and it was awesome. A lot of things went down on this episode. Oh, yeah. It was titled Street Fight, yeah. and it went down like a street fight. Yes. And <laughs> it, it kind of went off because last week, we know, we had uh, the funeral and sex moment. <laughs> yes. We're with Janine. <laughs> there was a lot of other stuff that happened, too. But, yeah, that was the part that I took part in. So was that your official introduction into Bristol Cove? Uh, no, as Janine, no. I mean, we saw me right at the beginning of the season also in a sex scene with Curtis. So it's mm-hmm. been a progression. We've gone from just having sex in the bedroom to now bathrooms <laughs> and uh, funerals. So, you know, who knows what's next? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I, I noticed you um, like in the bathroom scene, but I was like, okay, Calvin gets around. But no, he's no, been he suddenly dating Janine. I like it. I like it. Okay. I thought we discussed that. Didn't yeah, we? yeah. It's it's been kind of a rolling narrative through the series that our that our relationship kind of went from being casual to being more serious. So yeah, definitely for his storyline, it's become um, yeah the relationship's become more serious. Well, and oh, that's cool. He's gone through a lot with his the mermaid attack and everything that happened on the boat. It took you know Sean's life. He needs somebody. Yeah, to call back that's on. right. Yeah, everybody needs a shoulder to cry on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you get involved with the show? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of a boring story, really. I just auditioned for it, um, and I just happened to get the role. So it was one of those uh, regular kind of actor situations. You know, you we audition a lot for different shows. This one I was excited about because I'd seen the trailer for So I went into audition for the second episode. So there, the pilot had already been picked up at this point, and I'd seen a trailer for it, and... I mean, everyone loves mermaids, you know, and these particularly are like scary looking mermaids. They're predators. The trailer was really cool and I was excited to audition and that was kind of it. I went in and read for it and um, yeah, I was in the mix for it for about a week. I think they were still trying to figure out exactly what they wanted and um just the story like there's so many things at the beginning of a series so many questions about what characters are going to go where and what's going to happen and um yeah they were initially like saying we don't think hannah's trashy enough and they got to the point where my agent was like oh for god's sake she's an actor give her like give her a costume like she as if she can't do this <laughs> and then yeah so that was kind of funny being like you need to be trashier uh but um in the end yeah i i got the role and then i went in and i you know ended up doing few episodes and um characters just kind of building a bit more through the show so we'll see janine next week and then that's season one done and season two got picked up so we're going to have that next season also yeah which is so exciting and um i mean we were doing the live tweet tonight with all the fans and i definitely felt just so much more excited i think everyone did knowing that it's gonna have another season you know like this is really just the beginning 
it does make a big uh, impact when shows get renewed for a second season, when you're especially really involved with them. There's another show that we were covering that got did not get renewed, and we kind of lost our interest. But it was like one of those, no, there was so much, and especially with Siren. I mean, we got the whole mermaid culture in the water still, and we were hooked on it like last year when it they announced it. And we first got our first peaks, yeah. you know, Ren in the water and everything. So there's a lot, and especially in those last couple episodes. I mean, we were introduced to Donna, and then now on this one, we're introduced to two more of the mermaids. Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's just so much, so many directions the show can go, and there's so much yet to happen. You know, things that can happen. I did a talk show when I was in LA recently and they had some theories about actually getting to visit the underwater place where these mermaids live, mm-hmm. you know, like what we see in um, like Olympus, you know, what we see in, is Olympus the underwater city? Oh, Atlantis. In, Atlantis. My gosh, my bad. Oh no, <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, Atlantis. Like maybe we'll even get to go and visit where they live in the second season, which would be so cool. But definitely it's such a joy watching how Rin is, is being indoctrinated into what it means to be a human. And, and then we see the different behaviors between all the mermaids. Like I find it really fascinating. I think they've done such an awesome job on it. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see what they do for season two. All I've had so far is there's going to be some fun things, but I think that was mainly to do with Janine. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot more drama and tragedy in the show overall and excitement. <laughs> hey, we're, we're hoping we get more Janine on there because, you know, Janine and Calvin, they got it going on. They got it going on. You know, someone's got to have it going on. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> all the romance keeps getting interrupted for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, we had that weird uh, Ren and Ben moment at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> which we kind of have been calling, but then it ends up being like a dream. So that was weird, and it's all in itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, it was, you know, quite the fantasy. So, but. You know, we're learning about what this siren song really means and, um, you know, how powerful it is. So that certainly leaves a lot to be, you know, discovered and, you know, we get to find out how powerful that siren song is because we've seen Ben and Decca and Chris now get sirened by it. So it's interesting. It also leaves us to wonder because Helen, we know, was a mermaid at one point in time, and she chose came live on land. If she still has it now that she's more human, because in this episode, I don't know if everybody caught this or not, but we saw they better have. Yeah, we saw a big transition in Ren when she ate a peach. Uh huh. Because she ate a, she tried to eat a, a, I believe it was a peach in like episode one or something like that at Helen's house. And, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't fish, so that she didn't want it. Now, she's been out of the water for a while. Mm-hmm. She's moving on to human food. Yeah, that's even like what yeah, you noticed last week where um, the, she had um, encountered the seal and she got a little wet from the water and it didn't affect her. Right. Yeah, so she's slowly becoming more human uh, in a way, right? Which is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much yet to be discovered about what the mermaids really are, what their powers are, and whether humans and mermaids can assimilate. And we're learning more about the culture behind it all and the mythology. So, it's, yeah, there's there's so much yet to be discovered in the series. I'm sure the writers, they must have 
a million storylines that they had potentially thought up that now they can just go to town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, definitely. Because once you get renewed, you're like, okay, now we can actually fully develop and go through this idea and plan this out for season two. Yeah, absolutely. And I think all the cast, we probably felt that way too. It's just like we, you know, we, none of us yet knew um, how, you know, like you want to get excited about the show and and you want to, you know, think of it as having a future and the longevity and everything, but not until you really for sure know it's going to go another season. Can you just kind of get have that extra level of investment, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So also in this episode, we had Xander, after he finds out about Ren and knows, you know, Donna's back, he runs into her. He's out hunting for the one who killed his father, Sean. Uh, yeah. I can't blame Xander on this. He, he's he got a vendetta because, you know, he did kill his father, but I, he took a rifle. He should have got a handgun. It would have been better off. <laughs> yeah, the rifle was intense. I mean, exactly. I think we all empathize with Xander, and he frustrates us, but I loved him as a character, you know, like... Um, he kind of reminds me a bit of that guy in The Walking Dead, you know, the not the main guy, but the other guy that's like always a little bit more angry. You know what I mean? Um, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe. maybe. Um, and they're kind of fighting over Lori a little bit. Oh, no, Shane. Shane. Yeah. You're, you're Shane, way in season yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, you've kind of got this guy that's like, um, I mean, the storylines are obviously different, but he's always, he's just kind of like a little bit more hot-headed, you know? And, but you really like him as a character, but he does things because he's got that impetuous, a bit more of that impetuous streak. He does stuff that you don't agree with, but I love characters like that, that make decisions that the audience don't necessarily agree with. It challenges us, it excites us, it you create interesting storylines, but overall I think people really like Xander. We're just seeing him go through a shitty situation and having to, you know, do what, who wouldn't avenge their parents' death in that situation, you know? Yeah. Like it's an understandable reaction. First he found out there were actual mermaids for real and then his father dies. So of course he's going to go hunting. Um, I was actually worried about a different person getting shot though. Like I had a bad feeling that Maddie was going to get it. Oh, thank God she didn't. I I'm so glad she didn't. Like, please don't take yeah. her away. I'm not. No, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah Donna's the one that ended up getting shot, which was a big deal. But, you know, they take her to Helen's house because everybody goes to Helen's because she knows how to fix everything. One of the more I interesting know, parts that I loved about it was Wren when she, you know, busted down on the other mermaids and she became the pack leader, basically. Yeah. I love that. I just love that story. And I even just love seeing Rin step into a power like that, you know, because she's so petite uh, and we know she's ferocious, but I think we're seeing this more empathetic side of her through her experience at the funeral and her learning about grief and loss and caring about people in love. We're seeing her learn these emotions and then we just totally see her dominate over the uh, the former Queen Mermaid. And I thought that scene was so badass. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was honestly worried about her they- because since she, yeah, she it had was so a- intense. Yeah, like she- they were going for each other. Well, they had been out of the water so much longer. I mean, 
you know, she's been out of the water so much longer than they have. I was wondering if her, you know, power and everything had decreased on that. But she still yeah, had it. clearly not. <laughs> so you're also in another show that uh, has come back for another season in Colony. What can you tell us about your character on there? On Colony? Yes. So Colony, I guest starred on Colony last week, and I played a character called Claire who comes into the story, into Broussard's story, who is played by Tori Kittles, who is has kind of been marooned or marooned himself in Los Angeles when everyone else has left that block and gone elsewhere now. And he is keeping in touch with some other uh, refugees, I guess, at other blocks who are trying to help smuggle people to safety. And he's all alone and, and isn't doesn't have anyone to smuggle. And, and it's kind of sad for him, I guess. And then he finds me and my son and... I sort of play this young mom who I just lost my husband and I'm kind of a, I'm sort of, I'm not someone that necessarily likes a big pack of people or to trust a group. I want to get out of the colony altogether and, you know, just take my son away basically. But I have to learn to trust Broussard because what other option do I have at the end of the day? You know, there's drones everywhere and, the world's falling apart. And so it, it was, um, it's a great show. I had a great time working on the episode with Tori Kittles and wonderful team. And yeah, it was really high stakes and emotional. And it was really, really a great experience for me. And is she a recurring so, character as well? Pardon me? Are you, are you playing a recurring character on this series as well? Coming back for more episodes? Uh, no, I'm not. Not at this stage. I'm just in that one episode okay. uh, for Colony. So, yeah, that was just, you know, it was just a great experience to get in there and, and, you know, work with that cast and be on that show. And, yeah, but I think the season is going to be excellent. I'm certainly watching it. And um, I know the cast have been saying that it's the best, you know, the best, um, season yet on Colony, which is really awesome. Yeah. I, I am Definitely. one episode behind on that one, but I'm loving the fact that they're out at a block, actually, because I was like, Me too. that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. I agree. I think it's so... Um, it's just, you know, we've seen the LA setting now for a while, so it's really cool to get them into a different environment and starting to see the other settlements and people that are there. It's so cool. So, Hannah, question for you. Um, so we've seen you as Victoria on The Magicians, um, and uh, yes. we've seen you now as Janine um, on Siren. Like, what's your process for when you're getting into different roles? You know, I think it really depends on the show and on the role. Like, I always have ways of breaking down a script, and um, I'll always be sure to run my scenes with um, other actors or a coach or something before I go to set. Mm-hmm. But basically, it depends on the genre and the type of character. Some some are quite close to me and it's easy to sort of just step into their shoes and other times it feels like a bit of a stretch. And, you know, the world is different or, you know, like for me in Colony, I, I've never had a child. So, you know, there's all sorts of techniques you can do to kind of imagine that. There's other characters. Sometimes I've kind of looked around me to find people like that that I might study a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just different, all, there's all sorts of sort of ways into characters and situations. And the magicians, I've had to play quite a few scenes where I'm very afraid of something. So 
there's all sorts of techniques that you can use to generate a lot of fear and kind of keep that rolling through the whole day of shooting, you know, or days yeah. of shooting. Okay, that's cool. Magicians was yeah, is was one of our our favorite shows that we like to read. Oh, is, <laughs> is always the magician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's such a cool show. It's um, it's really come such a long way in terms of its, I think, just its uniqueness and having its own voice on television. And the writers have just done a fantastic job creating this entire world and just the language they use and the banter. It's really smart and really fun and all the wacky characters in there. And um, I just did a convention in Baltimore with uh, a few of the magicians cast and I was with a couple of the characters that are in Fillory and I, my character is not really, she's not in that part of the story. Uh So it's really fun to just spend some time with them and hear all about their, their adventures filming and, uh, my friend Sergio, who plays Rafe, uh, Rafe, 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 who works, who has the sloth. He speaks to the animal. Uh, oh, yes. And, and when I was just hearing his stories from uh, filming with that, it's so funny. So, um, yeah, Magicians is a blast. It's such a cool show, and I'm so glad it's got another season because I feel like there's so much yet to happen on that show. I mean, who knows what's going to happen the way season three ended. Oh, for sure. Well, Victoria can come back because she's just out traveling the multiverse, so she's still alive. That's right, guys. I'm just on some other dimension, (laughs) so who knows? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So back on Siren, as we got to the end of the episode, we finally had uh, something rather horrible happen. Uh, Xander got arrested and thrown into the drunk tank. Now... That wasn't really as bad as Ben finally called Decker to come help with Donna. I'm not too sure where to trust him yeah. with that. I know. I feel like this is not going to end well for Decker. I don't know. It's like, it's a tough one, hey, because Decker is obsessed with Donna. He's going to want to save her. Maybe he can help, but at the same time, we just don't know what Decker's capable of. You know, we've seen him jump that jump over that line of what is and isn't appropriate what's too far we know he's sirened so he's kind of drunk on that drug Mm so i don't know it definitely was a bit of a cliffhanger oh this finale is going to be so good and then we have a whole year to wait i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah with him building the tanks and and doing the experience on the uh mermaids because he knew about them to start with yeah, mm-hmm. what's he going to do now that he's uh, with Donna? Is he totally sirened out because of the song? Or, uh, yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's so much with his character. I don't know what he's planning, and I, I don't think it's going to be good. But literally, like they said, they don't really have anybody else to turn to. No, I mean, it's interesting because I read the scripts for these episodes so long ago, so I'm kind of forgetting a little bit what happens. And when they called Decker, I was like, oh, that's right. Um, so I agree. Like, I'm just glad they had another option. I was not prepared to watch Donna die. <laughs> oh, no. I see that. I love her. Yeah, me too. They spent so long trying to find her. <laughs> and I like her relationship with Ren. I know. It's so special. They And those two, Sabongole and Eileen Powell, 
who play Donna and Rin. They're so great. So, yeah, I, <laughs> it's going to be emotional next week, I think, <laughs> to see what happens. Oh, absolutely. And then we got that other reveal tonight about um, another mermaid. And um, was it the history oh, where Ben's family member? Yes, yes. And someone had a baby and the baby supposedly died. So that's totally Helen, right? I mean, you can't well, say, I know you I, can't say, but that's what we've been speculating for the entire season. Yeah, yeah which would be so interesting because then that, you know, totally brings up so many other questions and yeah, like I said, there's so much yet to unfold on the show. So I think all of us are just so stoked that it's going to get another season. Definitely. So much so. So how can people find you on social media? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of the live tweets with the Siren cast. I'm on Twitter. My handle is at Hannah Levine, which is spelled L-E-V-I-E-N. And then I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Hannah Levine Official. So you can find me there and um, yeah, all the cast were very active on there and posts with lots of behind the scenes, funny stuff that we share. And um, it's really such a wonderful kind of loving mermaid family. So yeah, please find us on there and um, connect to, connect with us. We love to hear from people who love the show, especially now we know we're going into another season. It's really great to feel like, you know, we're all a big family. <laughs> Well, I know the fandom definitely appreciates how active you guys are on social media. So thank you for, you know, letting us join in on your mermaid love. Oh, of course. we lo- I think we all love it. It's, it's been wonderful to see the show have such a an impact, you know, and obviously the ratings have been really great, which is awesome as well. But it's really cool to be able to engage so much with the fans. And um, yeah, I think all of us have, have been really grateful for that. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see about getting you on next year when the when it comes back again. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys after the season finale. I'm sure you know. Uh, I I'm sure people are going to have lots of thoughts. Ooh. Oh yeah, if you're available, we would absolutely love to talk to you. Um, I'm going to be traveling, and Brad's going to be traveling, so um, it will probably be maybe we'll do a season in review, and we can talk more. Yeah. Um, that sounds great. And, awesome. um, yeah, thank you for, um, chatting with me tonight and for watching the show. Yes, oh, no. Thank you awesome. for coming out and talking with us. Pardon me? Oh, no, my pleasure. <laughs> uh, that about does it. You got anything else, Court? No, that's it. Uh, just looking forward to next week. Yay. Yeah. Yay, okay. me too. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for coming right, out and talking with guys. us. It was great to, great to speak with you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I will speak to you guys later. Okay. All right, later. All right. Bye. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. Okay. That was a really cool interview that we had there. With- oh, yeah. She was really cool. Um, and so I do want to see more of Janine. Hopefully uh, she maybe becomes season regular next season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Calvin needs, he needs a hookup. I mean, they got to, I think they could delve into more of Calvin's character. It's not as well. a hookup anymore. They're in a relationship. Know, Brad. You know what I mean. I'm just saying she's on there and it was started out as a hookup because we saw her like once and then she came back. On, well, she was in episode two, but she, she kept reoccurring. So her and Calvin have a, have a history that's been growing through the series. I just, I think we need to see more of Calvin also because we don't know enough about him really Yeah. compared to what well, Chris left. So, we could bring in more Calvin, more Janine. Uh, well, we know that Calvin does not trust Ben. No, and he probably has a good reason not to trust Ben. 
when he finds yeah. out that there are mermaids, he's really not going to trust Ben. Well, now he does know that there are mermaids, but he doesn't know that Ben already knew all this other stuff. Well, so Xander should have had a conversation with Calvin in this episode. Uh, Xander, he's got a lot on his mind. He'll do it later. Oh, he does. Maybe maybe Calvin is the one who's going to bail him out. Uh, I could see that. Well, actually, no, he's not bailing him out because Maddie's dad said he was just going into the drunk tank overnight. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Just to calm down. And they weren't, you know doing anything yeah i mean because he did shoot uh a mermaid but again i was really scared that maddie was gonna get it because they had all this drama going on she and ben were kind of on the outs because he was making all these decisions and like i I don't know what's going on with him and ren right now like he's really under her thrall right and i don't know if it's because there are feelings or if it was just because of the song like we talked about earlier so i guess we'll find out more about that i don't know when you when she was talking to donna if they had shot maddie like i would and so devastated but I, I would have been like oh they did that thing especially when she showed up in her dad's car right yeah well they had a whole thing when Raymond was talking to Donna saying Ben is love and it's like oh yes that's how that goes no because they said that before like when she had the conversation with Maddie um like family family is love well that yeah, that was a, the it's other little hidden things that family. were going on there too is the fact that Donna was watching Ben as he was, you know, holding Ren's hand, touching her and all this stuff. Because that's, you know, yeah. what, you know, Donna and Ren kind of did, too. Because it's a family thing. So, I guess she's kind of getting into that as well. I don't know how she's going to feel after being shot. Probably not happy. I don't know how she's going to feel encountering Decker again. Okay. Now, I thought about something here after we were having our conversation with uh, Hannah. Now, we found out a long time ago the mermaid stayed on land and had a baby. Yes. Is Helen the baby? Yeah, I, I think Helen is the baby. And that's why she's getting the, the check. Remember, we saw that last week where she was talking to Ted and um, she gets some kind of monthly payment, right? Right. Okay, so I, I think that's this. like either she's the baby or she's the descendant of the baby. There, Yeah, there's something in there. For some reason, I thought for sure that she was a... Uh... A mermaid, but now the more I, I know, think about like she, it, I think she's part mermaid because she has a skin issue, but she's yeah, not, she's not as and that's probably why she knows all the history, right? Yeah, she's not as strong as Ren is, but she's been out longer. She is older too, so there's that whole thing. Yeah, I do not believe for one second that even though Ren sent them back to the sea, that they won't come looking for them again because you know why? Season two. Season two. And like we talked about earlier, I'm really interested in learning more about the different class systems. Like we learned um, that the two that came with uh, Donna, they were hunters. Like they just they just wanted to kill. And there's that and whole I think thing. that Hannah said, um, like the league lady, she's the, was actually the queen. Well, she I think she wasn't really sure on that one. But kind of, you know, at the beginning, she was the alpha pretty much. And yeah, and like we we've seen it where Ren kind of is in deference to Donna, like where she does the whole bowing thing, kind of like um when a puppy or something, you know. Right. Well, it's you're showing that you're not dominant because you're not giving eye right. contact. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And she because she bows her head and everything to show that she's not dominant. She's submissive, but she she was not submissive in this episode, no, and we, it was awesome. We started off with Donna being the alpha of the group, yeah. and that's gone down. And yeah, there's all the hand uh, the the hand gestures and stuff like that that are hidden throughout the show, like when Rin was fighting the other mermaid and was pulling her uh, um, Tyler Durden out and just beating her senseless. <laughs> she, 
she did that little like submissive gesture thing. I don't even know what, uh-huh. but that's let the hidden undersea wa- uh, language because you know they're underwater, so more sign language than uh, siren talk, I guess. I don't know. It's I'm really interested to see more about the mermaids. I I, I would really like to go under the sea. Yeah. And check out how things are down there. I, I would find that would be really cool. Well, I wonder if Donna is going to be exiled too, like friend. Because uh, I, I have a feeling Donna is going to stick around. I whether would, it's because Decker keeps her or if it should be just because she's sticking around on her own. Uh, I was happy to see she switched sides. Yeah, that was nice. But I I don't know about her and Decker. Something's going to go wrong. Something, something. Yeah, I don't want her to hang out with him. Like, he's not a good person because no. of the tanks. And he experimented on her from the beginning. Like, I, I want Chris to come back. I still want to see that connection. I'm sure he probably could. He has an option to, but he went and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to Arizona. I'm out. <laughs> he wants to be landlocked. Yeah, he's going to go run into uh, the Graboids or something. Oh, no. That did not get picked up, Brad. I we don't even... I could discuss all day long about... <laughs> how I feel about the Tremors series and how I'm happy that the TV show did not get picked up because the movies are so much better. Oh, absolutely. I don't even know what that worm thing was they had in that TV series. Anyhow, <laughs> back to land, back to the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else you got on this? Maddie's dad's covering for everybody because he knows the mermaids can't be there. Yeah, it is good, again, that you have someone in law enforcement that's in the know. Anytime you have any kind of alien or under the sea or supernatural thing going on, you need somebody in law enforcement who's in the know. As long as he doesn't go commune with nature again, we're good. Kind of like how This is true, because when he did that, somebody died. Yeah, it's never a good sign. <laughs> All right. You got anything else on this? No, I'm just glad that the the people from the beach they survived uh, that that introduction at the beginning. I was a little worried about what was going to happen after their clothes got stolen. I that thought was for fun. sure they were going to be dead. It was just one of those moments of Donna and her friends doing the uh, role of the uh, Terminator. You know, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger in the first movie. Your clothes, yeah. give them to me. <laughs> No, that was yeah, the second but, like, movie. Already, right? Donna has been influenced by uh-huh. Ren. Like she, her first instinct previously probably would have been to kill and to take the clothes, but now, like she didn't kill, she just intimidated the hell out of them and took the clothes. Well, we kind of saw that with that the the male mermaid. Also, he gave the ball back to the kid. Was thoroughly confused. <gasps> yes. Oh God, I was worried because that could have went either way. No one. So I was like, "What kind of mermaid are you? Are you a really bad mermaid who's going to kill the kid, or hmm, kids are good?" whether you're under the sea or on land. We don't mess with kids. What type of park is this? What Where are these kids' parents? You didn't learn about stranger danger? Come on, man. They're really well, creepy They live in a small people. town, Brad. I know, but still, there's creepy people hanging out by the playground. Stranger danger. Well, everything I know as a city person, like you people that live out in the... the uh, I'm not going to say that, but I was going to say, <laughs> like, there was old myth where if you live in the country, you leave your doors unlocked. Like, um, Jarrett used to tell me all that all the time. You know, he's from the South. Like, he right. didn't used to have to lock all his stuff. Yeah, back in the day. Not now. Like, recently, too, but okay. No. Uh-uh. I lock everything. I'm paranoid. <laughs> Put my tinfoil hat on at the end of this because, you know, the government's listening to me. <laughs> they are. They're looking for the mermaids. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, how can people contact us, Court? 
Uh, well, you can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter. I'm Jen Dev. He's Brad ZB. You can also follow Pure Fandom on Twitter or you can find it on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else you can find on Facebook? You can find groups about supernatural creatures that are landlocked. Yes, you can. What kind of supernatural creatures are landlocked? You're talking about um, vampires, werewolves? Bigfoot. I mean, ah. uh, Chukacabra. He's kind of, you know, down in the south in the in, okay. you know, Mexico area. Uh, you got the swamp ape. Well, he's not landlocked. He's in the swamp. So there's not that. <laughs> Uh, I forgot you listened to that podcast. (laughs) I listened to everything. (laughs) We got Thunderbirds. I mean, they're in the sky. They're huge. Actually, there was... Never mind. Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds. It happened in Illinois at one point in time. I'll talk about that later. (laughs) Yes. Brad said all that stuff. And if you see how we just rambled a little bit, you can find more of that on our Facebook page, Brad and Court Talk. Pure Fandom Facebook group where we talk about different TV shows, different movies, or we ramble about Thunderbirds and stuff. But it's all fun. So you should come and join in and let us know what shows you're watching, what movies you're excited for. If you have watched any of the upfront stuff, I know you're still healing like I am from some of the recent cancellations. But yay for Brooklyn 999. Hopefully Lucifer makes a comeback too. Um, but yeah, let us know what you're looking forward to. Um, me and Brad, we have different opinions about Magnum PI that's coming. Um, Murphy Brown is going to be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. So I'm I'm all for reboots this season. I did Let's actually just do it. get to post the video that was shot up at C2E2 like the other a couple months ago when I was up there in Chicago that Sci-Fi did. They had this really cool 360 degree cr- camera thing where you can scroll if you had the vision goggles you can um, uh, put your phone in the uh, heads up thing. You can turn around and look around all over the place. I linked it on our Facebook group because you can go on YouTube and you can scroll with your mouse and look too. You tr- you have to find the characters that you're looking for. And mm-hmm. like in one section of it, they have Sub Zero, Scorpion, and Reptile from Mortal hmm. Kombat. I, I wonder might, who those people are. I might be the really tall Sub Zero, and it's <laughs> in there. And you can you have to find me. So it was really cool. Also in that scene, Ban Max's uh, original. Uh, cruiser car that was there uh, really like from the original movies yeah from uh road warrior well from the original movies his his, uh pursuit vehicle was there nice the super pursuit and the batmobile was there too but anyhow that yeah so go over to pure fandom uh, page on facebook check us out over there we got stuff and things we do (laughs) okay and if you have any thoughts and comments on this episode brad if you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. Absolutely. And until next time. Forget panic rooms. Make sure that you have a bucket of salt water on hand just in case you have a group of killer mermaids that you want to fend off. And regular water because that works on aliens. <laughs> Signs are all around us. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.